0: Hello, Hirschbach. uh Dan Wallace, and Christy Marshall coming to you from uh, from Hirschbach, Kerper Avenue. Uh, it's uh, Friday afternoon, August 27th. It's uh, it's hard to believe August is almost already over. Right. Uh, kids are back to school, and a lot of activities going on. And I believe uh, this weekend is college football opener. So uh, a lot going on. I wanted to visit. Uh, I wanted to visit a little bit uh, this morning or this afternoon, is give you an update on kind of the general business, uh, some of the bigger projects we're working on. And then uh, Christy and, and I are gonna talk about the uh, COVID uh, protocol and, and some of the things we're seeing. Uh, Christy has really been our, our spokesperson and frontline person on this uh, since, since what, March of? March
1: of 2020.
0: 2020, so. She's kind of become an expert on the subject matter. So she's going to share some stuff, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll step through that. So I thought maybe at first here we'd talk about kind of the business. Uh, you know, freight demand is, is very strong. Uh, demand for our services and in, in, in all of our sectors is is strong. Uh, over the road is, uh, you know, we, we literally are... Uh, able to, to pick and choose a lot of our freight dedicated is, is, is growing and uh, and uh, adding business and backhaul business and then the spot division is, is very busy so pretty much our three uh, main business uh, streams are, are doing very good very well from a from a demand standpoint uh, we've worked through a lot of pricing issues um, you know, we still we still are uh, experiencing uh, potential improved utilization, particularly in over the road, uh, so we're looking at modeling more miles, uh, we're looking at kind of some area to area lanes, by that I mean, you know, how many trucks should we be taking from the Midwest to the Northeast, how many trucks from the Midwest to the Southeast, Texas, etc., so We've got, we've got some teams working on modeling that out. And then the other, the other piece we're looking at is, is our business mix, particularly uh, with length of haul. Uh, so the, the term in the industry many of you are familiar with, it's, it's a tweener load. So a, a tweener load is a load that is maybe too much, too many miles for one day, but not very good miles for two days. So an example would be a 600-mile load, and everything would have to go perfect for you to run a 600-mile load in one drive shift. Uh, So so more than likely, it could go to the second day. When that 600-mile load goes to the second day, it's not nearly as profitable for you as a driver and for us as a company, so we're going to be taking a hard look at the freight uh, that we're hauling between 550 and 750 miles and see if we can improve our our business mix. Um, uh, One area that that we're starting to get some success in and gaining some traction is with our CDL schools. Uh, We've got Dubuque uh, up and running, uh, almost fully staffed, and uh, we will be also putting a school in in Kansas City, uh, and that's still in its infancy. But when they're both up and going, we should uh, we should uh, yield about 18 drivers a week. So we're looking forward to that. I'll put a put a plug in out there uh, if you're interested in training. Uh, as we get our trucks filled up uh, and it, the schools come on online 100%, uh, we will need additional trainers. So take a, take a look at that if you're interested in it. Give us a ring. Um, we're also, you know, from the driver advisory board, we got a lot of feedback, uh, some of it not so good. We got a lot of feedback in regards to uh, our in-cab tra- technology. Uh, we are working very closely with our in-cab providers, and uh, uh, hopefully you will start to see some improvements there. Um, you know, through, through design, uh, we've added a couple shops. Uh, Kansas City, everyone's kind of aware of that. Joliet's up and running, and also uh, Dover, Florida, through the Lesser's acquisition, and a small shop out in Caldwell, Idaho. Uh, we need to utilize these shops uh, so they're coming online, and uh, you know, the more more touches we can get on the trucks, you know, it should, it will uh, result in fewer unscheduled breakdowns and road road type breakdowns so we're working through that Uh, driver appreciation week uh, 9 13 through the 18th Uh, we have uh, festivities uh, planned on various days at uh, pretty much all all of the facilities so we'll be looking forward to be out mingling with the drivers uh, at the various facilities Um, and then uh, one last thing, operationally, before we jump into kind of the COVID discussion, um, is uh, trailer temps. Uh, obviously, a large part of the country is, is uh, you know, it's the dog days of summer. Here it is, the end of August. And, uh, you know, we're experiencing, like, a, I'll speak to the Midwest, extremely high humidity. And, and that really makes these units work hard to keep the product at temperature and stuff. So, Make sure our trailer temps are set correctly. Make sure you've got adequate fuel. If you're dropping, make sure that trailer's fueled up, et cetera. So let's shift gears into uh, kind of some of the COVID discussion items. And uh, I'll, uh, as I kind of stated earlier, um, I'll turn it over to Christy. She's basically the in house expert. But, you know, I guess I just want to put a disclaimer. Right out front to, to everybody is you know there's there's different opinions uh, regarding COVID, and you know we we respect everyone's opinion and 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 basically their right to choose. Um, you know I think the biggest thing we want to convey here today is is that uh, we care, and that's why we're sitting here uh, not to tell you what to do or not to do, but but it's because we care, and uh, we care about you and your families, and we care about the, you know, the country as a, as a whole. I mean, this this thing's uh, really pretty devastating. Uh, so anyway, um, I'll turn it over to Christy. She's uh, she's the expert. So take it from there, kid.
1: Thanks, Dan. Um, I thought I'd start first just by giving you some stats on COVID um, as it relates specifically to Hirschbach. Um, I've been the primary COVID point person, as Dan had said, um, since we kind of started in March. There's a couple other um, employees here that help and assist, um, but all the data tracking um, goes through me. So since um, we've started tracking for COVID again, which was March 2020, we've spoken with 1,071 different Hirschbach employees. These are unique calls. They're not multiple calls to the same person. Um, these are drivers. These are our employees in our offices and or in our site locations. Um, that's a significant number. At our peak this week, we know that COVID cases are on the rise throughout the country. And we're seeing that um, in house as well. Um, at our peak this week, we had 41 total exposures tracked. And in a single day, I spoke with 14 new employees that I added to our tracking list so that I could keep in touch with them and make certain that they were getting the guidance and protocols needed. But also in turn, as Dan said, because we care and we want to make sure that you're doing okay. And if not, um, we want to be able to assist in any way that we can. Currently, um, of the 16 positive cases that I am tracking within the company, um, only one is vaccinated. So I know that there is a lot of talk of Well, I get vaccinated and I still get COVID. Why would I choose to get vaccinated then? Please know that of the cases throughout the entire country, not Hirschbach specifically, but throughout the entire country, those that are vaccinated, 99.9% of all of those cases are not hospitalized and are there's and or then there's no death involved. So please know the vaccines do a significant and tremendous job of protecting us, but they're not 100%. Their ultimate goal is to help protect us in the event that we were to contract COVID from the side effects being serious um, and or deadly. Um, here within Hirschbach, we have lost five drivers to COVID since May and four since July 15th alone. Those calls are hard. Um, They are challenging for us to take um, when we speak with a loved one that's lost someone that they care about, or we built a relationship with over time and over months and years of being an employee here. Um, I say that just again to give you the information so that you understand that this does touch close to home too.
0: Yeah, I just would chime in. I think there's probably not a family in America that hasn't been impacted by COVID in some, some way, shape or form. Uh, you know, the, the statistic that, uh, you know, Christy and, and the team has talked to almost 1,100 Hirschbach uh, members, uh, I find that that, that that number almost stunning. That, that means 40, roughly 40% of, of all the Hirschbach team uh, has contacted the COVID hotline, and uh, that's a big number, and, you know, the, the, the drivers that have passed—it's uh, you know—it's it's, it's it's a bit of a you know uh, heartbreaker, so to speak—and and the one that really—they're they're all very important, so I don't want to take away from one or the other. But uh, we had Mike and Michelle Stein, a team uh, that uh, passed away. Not only did they both pass away, they passed away on the same day, and they left four children behind. So. That one, uh, that one really kind of reached out and touched me. And, you know, I just want to follow up a little bit on on, the, on what Christie said that the, you know, the 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 fatality rate. That if you look just at the fatality rate, the 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 vaccines are highly effective. Uh, yes, you may get it, and now we're learning more and more about. The breakthrough cases and we're learning more about the delta variant etc but you know the medical science right now is if you're vaccinated you're you're a lot safer it's not to say you won't get sick or or anything like that but from a statistical standpoint it's like 99 better odds uh, so um just uh You know, I'll turn it back to you, Christy, I mean. Sure.
1: Absolutely, Dan. No, I think that it's helpful to kind of, again, kind of look at those numbers, look at the data um, as well, because I think it's important to recognize um, that it's there. Couple other comments, um, and then I do wanna talk about some things that you can do to help uh, protect yourself, okay? Delta variant, I know that that's the hot topic. It's the predominant strain of the COVID um, virus currently. 85% plus of all current active um, infections of COVID in the country. What we do know is that it's significantly more contagious, um, whereas previous variants of the COVID um, virus, potentially, they would say that you would spread to two other people. If you're contagious with COVID now, the spread is up to eight people. So just recognizing that the capacity um, and the impact of this new strain is super significant.
0: Um. Yeah, I just uh, I saw a statistic for Dubuque County, mm-hmm. and I think in a ten-day period, the the number of active cases um, went up uh, something like from twelve to 145 active cases in like seven days. So that's that's roughly ten times. Exactly. Um, so that's pretty staggering. And you know, uh, the other thing is this this article here is kind of un- uh, kind of caught my eye and I'll quote with more than 150 Americans contracting COVID-19 per day the price for going unvaccinated is growing um, you know uh, I, I think the real takeaway there is 150 infections in a day
1: 150,000
0: 150,000 yes thank you yes yes I mean that number kind of kind of blew my mind to be honest mm. with you and you know, we're starting to see, you know, from a freight standpoint, kind of a business standpoint, we're starting to see, uh, not just in the freight business, but, but across the board, we're starting to see some very f- large Fortune 100 companies starting to take positions uh, re- in regard. I mean, a couple that come to mind that, that we deal with is Tyson. Uh, they've came out strong. Um uh, and uh, Walmart, uh, both both great customers. Uh, so when you are at one of their facilities, you're going to have to follow their protocol. Uh, they're not demanding you be vaccinated or anything like that, but they have protocol uh, to follow. But, you know, there's many other companies out there. I believe Delta Airlines was in the news. I think Google, Facebook. Um, you're starting to see a, a lot of different companies take positions on it. Our position right now is uh, pretty much self-reporting, uh, self-monitoring. Uh, we have the assistance; we have this people like Christy to assist. And then when we're in the office and we're not at our workstation, uh, we are masking and we are doing that at all facilities. Uh, so please, uh, uh, you know, if you don't like masking personally i don't like masking because my glasses fog up and all that you know the way i look at it i'm not masking for myself i'm masking for my coworkers, workers um, and you know what, whatever but if you are at a Hirschbach facility driver non-driver tech uh, you're you're not in your workstation uh, you're more not at least a six foot distance like we have then then you should be masking okay
1: absolutely i also wanted to touch on again ways to keep yourself healthy obviously yes the vaccine is an option and it's a choice but what are some other things that you can do Um, sanitize your hands and your workspace for those of you that are drivers that means your truck for those of you that are in the office that means your desk space and those of you that are techs same thing your work area and your tools making certain that you're keeping things sanitized and clean Um, socially distance when possible. Dan just spoke about that. Um, And wear a mask when you're unable, um, and especially indoors, vaccinated or not vaccinated. We have been following CDC protocol from day one. um, So we do follow their guidance and guidelines. And as of now, that is the guidance. Make sure to get adequate rest. I know I've talked uh, with drivers in regards to sleep. uh, Also, and I know that there's the challenges that present itself, but rest and sleep is one of the best ways to help your immune system um, keep firing on all cylinders. Stay hydrated. Water always wins, but any fluids are helpful um, that don't have caffeine in them. Again, we're thinking of things. What are some things we can do to help boost our immune system or keep our immune system functioning? Deep breathe, deep belly breaths to help manage your stress. Exercise, if that's something that you enjoy doing, Or find time to relax even if it's five to ten minutes a day or longer Um, get vaccinated i mentioned that too if that's something that you're interested in and or you have additional questions i am happy to help i've helped hundreds of drivers thus far find vaccine out on the road when they've been traveling and or help to arrange for that when they go home so if that is something that you're needing guidance or assistance on or you don't know where to start please reach out
0: what are what are your thoughts on the booster shot? Yeah, I mean there's a
1: Absolutely. So they're advising a booster shot, and I know that that's newer to the news right now. Um, for those that are not immune compromised, what we know from a timeline standpoint, is that approximately eight months after your second dose, if you had one of the two dose vaccines, we know that your immune um, response has gone down a little bit. Your body's ability to fight the antibodies that you had built up from those original initial vaccines, it starts to go down. What we know with that third dose of the booster shot is it jumps our immune system and our immune function right back up. And again, we kind of are able to come at it guns blazing full force. Um, in the event that you were to come into contact with COVID. And so that's where the booster shots um, come into play. A couple of uh, just common, frequently asked questions I would say in regards to the vaccines, I just wanted to address briefly. One was the booster shot, why do I need this? This is something that we're gonna need every single year. We don't know about the every single year part just yet. What the science leads us to believe is that yes, it may be something similar um, to a flu shot. Um, where we would um, be recommended to get it annually, again, to keep our immune systems, to build those antibodies up in our system. Why we don't know the answer yet? Because this is new. Um, The science is still presenting itself as we're learning over time. A Couple of the others, um, that one of the other frequently asked questions I get is, let's say I get the vaccine and I get sick, what happens? I know for drivers out on the road especially, that's a common concern. Please know that you cannot get COVID from the COVID vaccine. There is no live virus in the vaccine. That's not how, the, how it works. Are there cases, very few and far between, that yes, you get vaccinated and then you, you get contract COVID? Yes, but the timing of that is very, very rare and it would be because you came in contact with a COVID case, okay? Side effects can happen um, and they're normal. Um, if you do experience side effects, the biggest ones are sore arm, Um, maybe feverish, chills, fatigue, body aches, but lasts no more than 24 to 48 hours. And I always say it comes on fast and it leaves just as fast and you're back to to fully functioning. So again, if you want to get this out on the road or you're concerned about how this is going to affect your loads, get me involved. I'll work with your driver manager. We've done this Previously, where we worked with a driver and found them a load that maybe had a little extra time on it, in the event that they weren't feeling great and they needed to take an extra uh, bit of time to rest, and/or when you're going to be home on home time, um, again, in the event that you would not feel great and you didn't feel like driving, um, that is something that we can that we can do. Okay. Also, too, I just wanna put back out there the COVID hotline. I feel like it's it's been shared, but I wanna share it again. It is a cell phone, and the number is 563-949-2161. It comes directly to me. You can call or text message that, and I will get back to you and respond right away. In most cases, I'm able to answer immediately and assist. Call with questions, call with concerns, call if you're not feeling well, If you've had contact with a positive case of COVID and you're not sure what to do, I'm absolutely able to give any guidance and assistance that I can.
0: Well, that's a great recap, Christy. I just want to echo uh, what uh, Christy was saying. Uh, We're here to help. Uh, We care. Uh, Anything we can do to assist, uh, we'll do it. Um, So she's got the COVID hotline out there for you and uh, call if you need help. Don't uh, don't 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 be afraid to call, or you know, thinking you're the only one. Uh, we've had over 1,100 calls go into that hotline, so uh, please please utilize it. Uh, just kind of wrapping up, uh, you know. There's uh, we're still we're still learning. Uh, we know a tremendously amount more than we did in March of 2020. Uh, but uh, we stay. We try to stay uh, informed on it, and uh, you know I would I would uh, I would recommend all of you do so you can make a good, uh, intelligent choice. So uh, just wrapping up, I just want to tell you all to uh, you know going to be a lot of traffic out there. We're back to school, uh, and uh, you know I think that uh, uh, be safe. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, and uh, practice a save six. Uh, and uh, uh, wish you well and have a great weekend.
1: Roll safe, everybody.